Fanatics Football, the football segment of the Fantasy Fanatics Podcast. I'm your host once again, James, and I'm joined once again by Nate. What's up, man? So, All right. Uh, yeah, this is a big episode. We're going to be recapping everything, well, almost everything that happened in NFL free agency. We'll just touch on a few items, a lot of the bigger items. And then, yeah, we're going to talk about early looks at fantasy wide receivers um for the 2022 season i know it's an early look we might not get everything right but yeah we just want to see how the landscape's looking so how does that sound sounds good all right let's get right into it uh we'll start with some of the news uh, in free agency happening around the nfl we'll go through a few of the teams we'll start with the buffalo bills their biggest acquisition was acquiring linebacker von miller he signed a six-year 120 million dollar contract Big money for a 32-year-old. I guess, what are your thoughts on the signing? I think it's uh, pretty good considering um, the Bills already have a really good offense, so they don't necessarily need to add anything more. So just focusing on defense first probably makes more sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I definitely like the player. I like the move. I don't really like the term or the money. But it is what it is. Uh, obviously, they released Cole Beasley. So like you mentioned, they're adding more on defense and not on offense. So, yeah, we'll see how that works out for the Bills. Um, getting to the Dolphins, made a few small moves here. I think their biggest one was probably adding Teddy Bridgewater as their backup quarterback. I guess what are your thoughts on that? Well, I guess it's kind of interesting. But at the same time, I feel like they probably didn't need to um, – get Teddy Bridgewater so I'm not sure how worth it it's going to be in the long run yeah I feel like that it's a move that I guess if there's an injury they'd be okay at quarterback I think maybe that's what they were thinking of um and then yeah like of course they made a few other small moves like adding Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert as running backs and Emmanuel Ogba at defensive end so I mean uh like, yeah, they, they added a few guys here, a few re-signs as well. I think Ogbo was a re-sign. Gesicki, Preston Williams, some of those guys. So, I mean, just, a, you know, a few minor deals here and there. At least the Dolphins are, you know, trying to keep their team together, which is good to see. Uh, we'll get to the Patriots now. They did pretty much the same thing. Matty Slater, Nick Folk, Devin McCourty, uh, Brian Hoyer, James White. A lot of the same guys they're keeping around. I guess what are your thoughts on the Patriots so far? I guess the Patriots kind of um, liked the, some of the players that they've been using for the last um, few years, so they decided to go down the same road. Yeah, losing J.C. Jackson was tough. He wanted a huge contract. Of course, the Patriots not usually willing to pay a lot of their star players that big money. They let him go, and we'll talk about him in a bit. Um, but yeah, let's get to the Jets now. Um, a lot of re-signing here. Joe Flacco, Tevin Coleman, Braxton Berrios. Uh, decent signings there. I, I really like Berrios. Um, obviously, bringing in CJ Uzama to play tight end from the Bengals. That was a big one. I guess, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I guess they're. Um, this is kind of like another phase of their rebuild. So I guess bringing in someone like CJ should be able to boost their offense, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, obviously adding guys like DJ Reed and Jordan Whitehead on the defense, not too shabby either. Um, we'll get to the next team, and that's a Baltimore Ravens. 
Uh, they signed safety Marcus Williams out of the New Orleans Saints. Um, yeah, I think that it's a great sign considering how banged up their defense is. I guess, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I guess um, signing someone um, like Marcus Williams should be able to help them out. So I guess it's a pretty decent ad. For sure. And uh, getting to the Bengals now, um, it looks like they made a lot of ads primarily on the offensive line where uh, they get Alex Kappa. He's the big name uh, coming from Tampa Bay uh, to the Cincinnati Bengals, obviously adding Ted uh, Karras. Uh, was a big move as well. And then they just re-signed a bunch of their guys, Jesse Bates, um, BJ Hill, and also Eli Apple. I guess, what are your thoughts on some of these moves? Um, I kind of uh, like some of them, I guess, uh, getting Alex Kappa. I mean, uh, the Bengals, they still need uh, to increase their pass protection a little bit. I think it's gotten better, but the more pass protection you can get, the better. And I guess Hayden Hurst, he's a pretty solid tight end, so kind of um, expands their offense a little bit. Yeah, definitely, and hopefully their offensive line can continue getting better next season. Um, we'll move on to Cleveland. Uh, definitely we'll talk about them. They traded for Amari Cooper from Dallas. I think that was a great trade for them. They signed wide receiver Jakeem Grant. He's great uh, as a punt returner as well. David and Joku got re-signed. They got Chase Winovich from the Patriots. Uh, pretty busy offseason for the Browns so far. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it looks like they're trying to try to make a lot of moves, um, a lot of restructuring, a lot of retooling. I guess for me, it's not necessarily just um, the players that you sign, but kind of how do, you use, how do you use them in the offense? I know that they're bringing in Amari Cooper. They're bringing in, in Jakeem Grant. They're bringing in uh, Njoku for one more year, but I guess my question is, how are you going to involve them in the offense? Yeah, that's definitely the big question. With Baker potentially on his way out, we'll definitely be monitoring monitoring that in the coming weeks to see where he goes or if he does stay on. But yeah, definitely the Browns looking to upgrade at a lot of positions, which they've done so far, which is nice. I will move to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They bring in quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. That's their big move. A few smaller moves bringing in guys like Miles Jack uh, and Levi Wallace, among other uh, defensive players. I guess, what are your thoughts on mainly Trubisky, but also some of the other moves? I guess for Trubisky, um, he's someone who's he's not necessarily like a top-end quarterback, but he's decent enough to kind of stand in the gap until um, the Steelers could probably could possibly land um, either, I guess, a young quarterback out of the draft who they can develop into a top-end quarterback or if they can get a top-end quarterback in free agency. So I guess that's probably why they got Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I think he's kind of the guy that they felt like could have maybe run the offense for one or two years if they decide to draft someone, or if he works out, then he can sort of be their new guy. So uh, we'll definitely have to see how that works out for the Steelers. We'll get to the Texans now. Uh, a few small moves, a lot of re-signings, guys like Chris Conley, Malik Collins. Um, yeah, and they, they made a few uh, minor deals. Um, signing Desmond King as well is pretty decent signing. Obviously, we've got to see what happens with Deshaun Watson, but I guess what are your thoughts on the Texans so far? Um, I guess uh, we'll just have to see, I guess, how they do um, after the offseason ends. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, we'll get to the Colts now. 
Uh, they re-signed a few players like Mo Ali Cox and Matt Pryor, among others. Uh, the biggest news was them getting Yannick Ngakwe, the pass rusher, in a trade with uh, the Raiders. Um, I guess what are your thoughts on this move? I guess they're kind of hoping that uh, Yannick Ngakwe will be able to kind of, um, I guess, get some more pressure on the on the line for them. So they're probably trying to expand their defense first. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, they still need a quarterback, obviously. We talked about them trading Wentz in the previous episode. But we'll move to Jacksonville. This is a team that made a lot of moves. They signed Christian Kirk to a $72 million contract over four years. That's huge money for a guy that's never had a 1,000-yard season. They're also, they also added wide receiver Zay Jones, tight end Evan Engram, um, among other moves. I guess, what are your thoughts on, on all these signings? Well, I mean, I guess they really believe in the players that they're signing, but I guess Christian Kirk, he's good, but, like, I don't know if he's um, – I guess his contract is worth um, that that amount of money. I don't think I would have wanted to sign him for that, but um, maybe they seen Christian Kirk's tape. Maybe they know what they want to do with him in the offense, and they're probably hoping he could probably um, play to that level. So hopefully it works out. Yeah, maybe a security blanket for a guy like Trevor Lawrence. Maybe they're looking, and they think Christian Kirk's going to be that guy, so we'll definitely have to see what happens. Um, getting to the Tennessee Titans, not a lot of moves. Uh, they re-signed, or sorry, they signed uh, Jeff Swaim, um, the tight end. A uh, few other small moves, but the biggest move was them releasing wide receiver Julio Jones after just one season. I guess, what are your thoughts on that? I guess it's kind of unfortunate. I would have liked to see them try again with Julio for at least one more season. I'm guessing they just didn't think the fit was there, even though they had um, the talent so that's maybe why they let him go yeah I, I know it's tough he had an injury riddle season hopefully he finds a good team that he can sign with and I guess be productive again uh, we'll get now to the Denver Broncos we talked about the biggest piece of news last week with Russell Wilson getting traded to the Broncos but I guess they also added defensive end Randy Gregory from the Cowboys he originally planned to sign with the Cowboys but then backed out at the last second and signed with the Broncos I guess what are your thoughts on that I guess it's going to be um, pretty interesting. I think Randy Gregory, uh, he looks like a pretty decent player. So hopefully that'll they'll be that'll help them, I guess, round up their roster on the defensive end. Yeah, I definitely agree. They add to the offense, they add to the defense, pretty solid there. I will get to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, a lot of re-signings here. Chad Henney, Orlando Brown, Frank Clark. Uh, they signed safety Justin Reed. I guess what are your thoughts on their overall moves? I guess um, this is kind of more of a, I guess, a conservative um, offseason for them so far. I guess Justin Reed, um, he's, a, again, another um, good, he's a good safety. So he's, but they're not trying to really break the bank. So he's probably the best, I guess, bank for a buck safety they could probably get in the offseason right now. Yeah, I definitely agree. Low-key moves, but they're keeping the team together, which is really good to see. Uh, we'll get to the Raiders now. They signed Brandon Bolden, running back from the Patriots. They get Max Crosby signed uh, to a four-year extension. Uh, he was really great for them last year. They bring Chandler Jones in from Arizona. 
another defensive end to put on the other side of Max Crosby. It's going to be a pretty insane line there for them. And then, yeah, they trade away Yannick Ngakwe, obviously, after uh, getting Chandler Jones, which makes sense. I guess, what are your thoughts on the Raiders? Well, I guess instead of uh, trying to replace their offense, they decided to go with uh, defense first. So I'm guessing they either think they can probably get some players in the draft and develop them, or they really believe in their offense. So um, I guess it's going to be kind of interesting to see how the Raiders turn out. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a tough division for them. So they definitely have a lot of good playmakers there on that defense. So we'll see if their defense can keep them in games. Um, and then we'll get to the Chargers now. They resend wide receiver Mike Williams, which is really solid. They bring in um, linebacker Khalil Mack and cornerback J.C. Jackson. Two huge moves. I guess what are your thoughts on everything the Chargers have done? Um, I kind of like it. I think Mike Williams is a really good player. So um, having him on. Uh, increases the, I guess, capability of the offense by a lot. And I guess having Khalil Mack and JC Jackson gives them good pass defense. So I think it's pretty good overall. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, definitely uh, really solid moves here by the Chargers. We'll definitely see if they pay off in the season. Uh, we'll get to the Cowboys. Obviously, trading away Amari Cooper was the biggest thing, but they did re-sign Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz, as well as Demarcus Lawrence on defense. I guess give me your thoughts on these moves. I guess I'm not really too sure. I guess at least they re-signed um, Michael Gallup. Um, as to trading away Amari Cooper, I think that they basically ripped themselves off trading them to the Browns. And... I guess the Browns only really had to trade picks if I remember correctly. So I feel like for the Cowboys, it seems like they might've dropped the ball a little bit. Yeah. I think it was potentially to clear salary, but I, even at his salary, he's so solid as a wide receiver. I'm not really sure what they were doing there. I guess they want to keep Gallup. Maybe he's a bit younger. Maybe they like him better. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, uh, we'll definitely have to see how it works out for the Cowboys. Uh, we get to the New York giants now. They bring in quarterback Tyrod Taylor as the main move of, of course, some other small moves. But I guess, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm not really too sure. I guess Tyrod Taylor, if you saw what he did with the Texans, he had some uh, pretty in interesting games. He had some games where he um, really showed up to play. So maybe they're, they're hoping for that in New York. But with the Giants, it's kind of, uh, you have to see it to believe it. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. They're a team that's rebuilding. They definitely need to take some steps forward this season. Uh, we'll get to the Eagles now. Um, they re-signed guys like Greg Ward and Jason Kelsey, but their biggest move was bringing in linebacker Hassan Reddick. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on some of these smaller moves? Um, I guess uh, it's all they're all right. I guess I'd like to see them try to expand their offense a little bit more. I know they have um, Jalen Hurts, but I was thinking maybe they should try to, I guess, get some more players on the offensive end. Yeah, I definitely agree. Maybe they look to the draft, maybe draft another wide receiver or something like that. Definitely have to see what they do. Getting to Washington Commanders, we talked about Carson Wentz last week. But they also re-signed J.D. McKissick, who was about to sign with the Bills, but then he backed out at the last minute and decided to re-sign with the Commanders. I guess, what are your thoughts on these moves? Um, 
I like um, the Carson Wentz signing. Um, I guess I think the Carson Wentz didn't really have, he wasn't really given um, enough of a chance, in my opinion, on the Colts. So I think the Colts should have kept him. So uh, Washington being able to acquire Wentz is a pretty good good deal, hopefully. And J.D. McKissick, I think he's a really good um, running back, especially for the value that they're getting him for. Yeah, I definitely agree. He's a great compliment to Antonio Gibson. Hopefully, they can definitely use those two in the offense. And uh, we'll get to the Bears now. Obviously, they trade away Khalil Mack. We talked about that. Um, they sign um, Lucas Patrick, Larry Ogunjobi, uh, a few other small moves. Uh, Bears really haven't done as much yet. They've, they've lost Allen Robinson also. We'll talk about that coming up. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on the Bears? And I guess what do they need to do? I guess they might have to um, either heavily restructure their roster offensively or they might end up having to go into a little bit of a rebuild. I know they drafted Justin Fields, so they're probably still seeing how they can kind of um, develop a roster around him. Yeah, I know they definitely have some work to do, so hopefully they start signing some major um, players in the coming days. Get to Detroit Lions now. Their main signings were wide receivers. Of course, they re-signed Khalif Raymond and Josh Reynolds, and they bring in wide receiver DJ Chark. All three of them will complement Amon Ra St. Brown, who's already there. I guess, what are your thoughts on this wide receiver corpse? Um, I kind, kind of like it. Um, I think DJ Chark was um, a really good player. And I guess signing him for $10 million, I think it's worth it. Um, Khalif Raymond, he was pretty decent with the Lions. Josh Reynolds, he was decent with uh, with the Lions. So um, hopefully they can take another step up. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we'll get to Green Bay now. We talked about Aaron Rodgers last week. Um, it looks like Devontae Adams got his franchise tag, but he's not going to play on the tag, which means he'll sit out until he gets a deal. Um, Alan Lazard is coming back. Um, on a deal, Devondre Campbell, Preston Smith. Um, they kept a lot of their team together. I guess, what are your thoughts on the Packers? Well, I guess they kind of want to keep the same players that they've had for years. I mean, Devontae Adams, Aaron, um, Aaron Rodgers, and Alan Lazard, they're all really good players. And Aaron Rodgers is obviously the quarterback, so they probably want to keep him around for a little bit longer. So... I know Aaron Rodgers, he's been saying he's he would still like a little bit more help, so hopefully they bring in some more um, players. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, they definitely need to get Adam signed to that deal because they want him to play for this season. So, um, yeah, hopefully that deal gets done. I'll uh, we'll move to the Vikings now. They re-sign Kirk Cousins. Um, they bring in Harrison Phillips and Jordan Hicks on the defense. Um, I guess give me your thoughts on these moves. I guess the Vikings are pretty satisfied with um, where they are right now. Um, Kirk Cousins, he's um, solid every year. So I guess um, they they like the performance as he's been giving them. So they decide to kind of stick with him. Um, and I guess the rest of the players, um, it's kind of just building up the depth of the roster. Yeah, I definitely agree. They definitely need to build up their depth for sure. We'll get to the Atlanta Falcons now. They made some pretty decent signings. They re-signed kicker Yo Wei Koo, uh, who was really solid for them. 
Uh, they bring in um, Jake Matthews on the offensive uh, line and then Casey Hayward in as a corner. Pretty decent moves there. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I guess for the moves that they made, it was um, pretty uh, pretty good. Yes, Young Hui Koo is probably one of the best kickers in the league, so obviously you're going to want to hold on to him a little bit more. Um, Jake, I guess Jake Matthews, they kind of um, like his pass protection maybe. Um, Casey Hayward, again, pretty decent uh, cornerback for $11 million. So, yeah, I guess it's pretty um, decent what they did. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we'll move to the Carolina Panthers now. Uh, they bring in a few names here, Deontay Foreman, uh, Xavier Woods on the defense, uh, Zane Gonzalez as their kicker. I guess uh, give me your thoughts there. Um, I'm not really too sure, to be honest. I guess they're – uh, they're just kind of looking for another backup for Christian McCaffrey, isn't my guess. So, so they're probably hoping that Christian McCaffrey is going to be um, fully healthy. So I guess that's probably um, the main thing with Carolina. Yeah, I definitely agree. So a lot of small moves. We'll see if they get a bigger move in the upcoming days. And um, yeah, the Saints got a good move here. Uh, obviously, they lost Marcus Williams at safety, so they bring in Marcus May from the Jets. He's a pretty decent player. I guess, what are your thoughts on this deal? So I guess they traded away a Marcus and got another Marcus, <laughs> so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty solid. And uh, we'll get to the box. And yeah, Tom Brady's back. Um, not much else we can say. Um, he's coming out of retirement. He's returning to the Bucks. Um, yeah, th this is pretty insane. Uh, I don't know. They made a lot of other moves. They acquired guard Shaq Mason from the Patriots. They signed Russell Gage uh, from the Falcons. And they re-signed Chris Godwin and Brashad Perriman um, and cornerback Carlton Davis, uh, as well as center Ryan Jensen. We're all solid pieces. I guess give me your thoughts on this Bucks team. I guess my assumption is they're probably going to go for another deep playoff playoff run again, or at least try to push for it. Um, I mean, Tom Brady, he's already uh, done more enough, more than enough for his legacy, but I guess he just really loves playing football. So maybe that's why he came back. Yeah. I mean, he can't stay away and I definitely understand they have a solid team. They're definitely going to go on another run. Uh, we'll get to the Cardinals now. James Conner comes back, like you were saying last week, that he should, and, and he does, which is nice. Chase Edmonds moves on, obviously. So, um, yeah, a great for him and the cards. Uh, Zach Ertz resigns. Max Williams resigns. I guess, what are your thoughts on these moves? I uh, kind of like it. Uh, James Conner, he was a really good running back um, last season. So, um, definitely a good move to bring him back, especially for $16 million. Um, Zach Ertz is a really solid tight end, so you're definitely wanna, gonna want to hold on to him. And uh, Max Williams is pretty decent as well. So I guess pretty good overall offseason so far for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I definitely agree. They keep around some solid pieces on the offense. Uh, we'll get now to the defending champs, the LA Rams. Their biggest move was bringing in wide receiver Allen Robinson. It looks like he'll be complementing Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And it Probably looks like they won't be re-signing Odell Beckham Jr. He's probably not going to play for most of the season with that injury, so he's probably going to stay as a free agent. I guess, what are your thoughts on them getting Robinson? I guess um, 
Allen Robinson probably wants to um, show that he still has it as a wide receiver. I know he's continue, continuously been one of the best wide receivers in the league, but um, in Chicago, he just never really had a good enough a quarterback to try to take the Bears into the playoffs. So I guess Allen Robinson is probably going to be in the playoffs now. The Rams are probably going to be another deep playoff team if they don't make the Super Bowl again. So, yeah, I guess the Rams are going to be the team to beat this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. The Rams uh, just keep adding pieces, which is nice. We'll get to the 49ers now. Not a lot here. They bring back Jamichael Hasty. Um, they bring back cornerback Trevarius Ward. Um, some small moves, I guess. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I guess they didn't really um, do anything major, so they're probably pretty happy with where they are. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo, though, as there are rumors that he could be traded. So we'll definitely have to see about that. Um, getting to Seattle to close things out. We talked about the big trade last week. Drew Locke, Noah Fan, and Shelby Harris coming in. Uh, they also re-signed tight end Will Disley and safety Quandre Diggs. I guess, what are your thoughts on the Seahawks team overall? Well, I'm not really too sure why they decided to trade for Drew Locke. I mean... I guess Noah Fant is a pretty good player, but this feels pretty much like a borderline um, rebuild because I think Drew Locke plays pretty diff different from Russell Wilson. So they're going to have to get a, lo a lot more pass protection that they, than they did already because I think the way Russell Wilson plays, pretty much he's one of the only players who can do that. And I'm guessing they're probably going to, planning to bring the Seahawks offense in another direction. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, this looks like it could be a rebuild. We'll definitely see if they're going to add more pieces. But yeah, um, crazy offseason so far. Um, if there's more major moves, then we'll definitely be recapping some of it next week as well. But I guess for now, we'll move into an early look at the wide receiver position for fantasy football for the 2022 season. Um, it's really hard ranking these wide receivers this early, but we're just going to take an early look at some names that we have. I guess give me your like top uh, 12 or so list of wide receivers. I guess I'll start with um, Cooper Cup. Um, I think he was uh, number one in fantasy rankings and total points this year. Um, he had an amazing postseason and he won the Super Bowl. And I guess just seeing the way he plays, he can uh, – if you just throw the ball to him, he's just going to catch it, even if you throw it to him in triple coverage. So I put him at number one. And I guess Stefan Diggs, he's also really talented. I think he's um, pretty close to Cooper Cup in terms of talent, and he's playing um, with Josh Allen, who throws the ball a lot, so I put him at two. And I put Devontae Adams at three. Um, I guess in terms of uh, talent, he's also really talented. He's playing with Aaron Rodgers. And he's getting uh, most of the targets. So, yeah, I put him at three. Justin Jefferson, I put him at four. Um, he had a really good season last season. I put DeAndre Hopkins at – I decided to put DeAndre Hopkins at five because, again, his level of talent and how good the Cardinals are and how good Kyler Murray is. And I put Tyreek Hill at six. Um, I think he's still really good, but he's – I think his season last year wasn't as good as his previous seasons. 
I put Jamar Chase at seven. Um, I think he's still really um, good, especially for how young he is. But I guess because he's a young player, I'm not sure if he's going to, um, I guess, slump a little bit or if he'll continue on his current um, trajectory. But Mike uh, Williams at eight, I think he's, um, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty good ranking for Mike Williams. I thought Mike Evans at ninth, um, I guess because Tom Brady's coming back. But Hunter Renfro at 10th, um, I think he's uh, really solid in um, half point PPR. He gets a lot of catches, so it's going to help him out. Um, DK Metcalf, I put him at 11th. Um, Russell Wilson isn't going to be playing, so in uh, Seattle anymore. So I think 11th is pretty high for any wide receiver in Seattle right now. But DK Metcalf is still a really talented wide receiver, so I just decided to put him there. Um, I put Deontay Johnson at 12. Um, he's in a similar situation. Um, I guess the, uh, the guy who was in uh, Pittsburgh isn't there anymore, so a new quarterback now, so it's not uh, really too easy to see how well they do. So I just put them, put Deontay Johnson at 12 based on his talent. Yeah, that's my top 12. All right, and um, I guess um, I'll get to my top 12. Um, I have a lot of the similar names to you. I'm just not really confident in my ranking right now, but it is an early look. Um, yeah, I've just put Devontae Adams at number one, I guess just because the Rams signed Allen Robinson. So there's a chance Cooper Cup's targets go down. So I'll, I put Devontae Adams at number one because he's the guy in Green Bay. We all know that. Cup has to be number two, though, because of the amount of yards and targets he gets. Um, he's definitely the second best guy there. Um, I put Justin Jefferson at three. I definitely agree with all the points that you made about him. He's definitely really solid. He's definitely the main guy there in Minnesota now. So... He's definitely worth a high pick. Got Tyreek Hill at four, I guess, because I believe that he can bounce back this year. I know there were a few games where Patrick Mahomes was a little bit off last year. He didn't look like himself. So I guess if we're banking on Mahomes just being very consistent next year, I definitely think Tyreek Hill will be really solid. Um, I have Jamar Chase at number five. Um, he's the guy in Cincinnati. No matter how many targets guys like Higgins and Boyd get, uh, Chase is still going to be the number one guy there because of his talent. So I definitely like him at number five. I might have Debo Samuel at number six. I think you probably did mention him just because uh, we don't know who's going to be quarterback next year. And plus he's playing a lot of running back. But I mean, with the amount of yards he put up this year, I had to put him in, in my top 12 just because I think he's really solid. Um, I have Stefan Diggs at number seven. It's kind of a little bit low. Um, but with them, I guess, releasing Cole Beasley, there is a chance he can get into the top five. So maybe I do have him too low. Uh, he's really solid as well. DeAndre Hopkins at eighth. I definitely agree with everything you said. Really talented. Christian Kirk's gone, so he's going to be the number one there, um, meaning that he's going to get more targets that he had last year, even as the number one last year. So, yeah, I like Hopkins in Arizona. Number nine, I have Mike Evans. I know people usually put him lower, but he has 1,000-yard seasons every year. He gets you points when you need them. Got to take Evans in your top 12. I have A.J. Brown at number 10. They released Julio Jones, so I have a little bit more confidence in A.J. Brown. Uh, so I decided to put him at number 10. Um, I have C.D. Lamb at number 11. I don't think you mentioned him yet. Um, but 
I'm just mentioning him because um, Amari Cooper's gone out of Dallas. Prescott likes to throw the ball. Lamb's definitely going to be getting a lot of targets next year. And then I have Deontay Johnson at number 12. I agree with everything you said. He could take a dip in his production with a different quarterback, but he's very talented. So uh, the chances of that happening are very low. So I definitely like him at number 12. Um, there's definitely a lot of names that the both of us missed. I guess give me maybe some potential sleeper guys that maybe could jump into the top 12. Um, I guess there's a possibility of maybe someone like um, Cordell Patterson, depending on where uh, where he ends up. I think if he ends up on a team where he could potentially get a lot of targets and the quarterback is um, pretty good and the, the offense is just good in general, he might be able to, I guess, break the top 12. I'm not sure how far in the top 12 he get, but he might be able to get there. There's a possibility for Chris Godwin as well, depending on how many targets he gets. Um, there's a possibility of Jalen Waddle, but I guess we just kind of have to see with how the Dolphins are doing. Um, Amari Cooper, I wasn't uh, really too sure because, again, um, we have, kind of have to see how the Browns are going to be uh, using the offense this year. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree with some of those names. Um, I know Chris Godwin's definitely really solid. Um, I have Jalen Waddle as well, just outside my top 12. There is a chance he's a breakout young player this year um, at the wide receiver position. So he's definitely someone that could break into the top 12. I have DK Metcalf here as well. You mentioned him in your top 12. I have him just outside because I'm still not sure who the quarterback is. Um, I guess it's going to be really tough to sort of um, you know, project him in just yet with that uncertainty. Um, and then I have Amari Cooper as well. Yeah, because we don't know what's going on in Cleveland. I definitely agree with you there. Um, I have Hunter Renfro just outside. Obviously, in PPR leagues, you can draft him higher. I mean, with Josh McDaniels there, there is a chance that he's a top 12 wide receiver. So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of names. I guess we'll, we'll sort of get a proper order as the offseason goes further along. I guess maybe what are your thoughts on some of these guys, maybe some of the ones I mentioned that you didn't mention, or just some of these receivers overall? Um, I kind of uh, like A.J. Brown. I, he should probably have been in my list. So, yeah, I, should, I probably should have put A.J. Brown there. But I think there's a lot of um, wide receivers that basically um, almost anyone could probably break into the top uh, into the top 12. I don't think anyone could maybe be really high in the top 12, but yeah, in terms of breaking into the top 12, I think there's a lot of uh, potential candidates for that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely should have had Chris Godwin on my list, like I mentioned. Obviously, none of us had Keenan Allen on our list. I know you had Mike Williams. Uh, if he ends up taking the number one role away from Keenan Allen, then maybe Allen's stock will drop. We'll definitely have to see what happens this season. Um, I know we need, we talked about T Higgins a little bit. I guess, what are your thoughts on his chances to be a top wideout? Um, I just wasn't uh, really too, sh too sure. I guess I thought so. it's, po it's possible, but I just wasn't sure if he was going to kind of take the next step this year. Yeah, I know it's going to be really tough because Jamar Chase is that guy there in Cincinnati. So it's really hard to see another guy being in the top 12 as well. I mean, there's other guys we didn't even mention, like DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, 
even Elijah Moore out of the Jets. You got Michael Pittman, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, and even Jerry Judy uh, out of Denver. I guess so. Any names that stand out there? In Denver, um, I guess uh, there was a player that I was thinking about, maybe Cortland Sutton, depending on, um, I guess, how the offense kind of works out this year. Yeah, I mean, with Russell Wilson, you could probably get both of them as borderline top 12s. We saw what he did with Lockett and Metcalf. So if he can use Judy and Sutton in that same way, uh, you never know how this Denver offense could look. Obviously, Amon Ross St. Brown, we talked about earlier. Um, and then, yeah, you got like guys like Allen Robinson and Robert Woods out of L.A. I mean, yeah, there's so many names here. Adam Thielen, Darnell Mooney. The list just goes on and on. You mentioned Cordero Patterson. Christian Kirk could be a stud out of Jacksonville, I guess, depending on how much they rely on him. So, so many good names here. So many talented guys. And yeah, um, we'll, we'll definitely have to see, um, you know, who, who's going to move up the ranks, maybe depending on where Julio Jones signs as well. Um, maybe if it's a team that needs a wide receiver one, he could definitely be really solid there. So um, I guess uh, I'll get to you now. Uh, any last thoughts, whether it's on free agency or whether it's on the wide receivers? Um, I guess uh, in terms of free agency, I guess there's a lot of um, teams that they kind of decided, they either decided to stay the course or they made moves that I'm not really sure uh, why they made them. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, some of teams overpaid. We talked about Buffalo. We talked about Jacksonville. You know, some of these teams, they they overpaid. And then some teams didn't really pay a lot. Like, we know the Patriots don't normally overpay for guys. I know last season, sometimes they overpaid a little bit, but they sort of went back to their roots this year. Um, there's a few other teams. Like, I know Cleveland definitely didn't overpay. They got a great deal on Amari Cooper, um, stuff like that. Um yeah, so it just depends on the team, to be honest. Yeah, some moves were very unnecessary. I still think Von Miller is a great player, definitely solid for the Bills, but I feel like the term and the money was a little bit too much. And then I guess returning to the wide receivers, yeah, this year looks loaded in terms of great wide receivers. I feel like that this year more than ever, you could probably wait on wide receiver and really go running back heavy at the beginning and still get a really solid team. I guess, what are your thoughts on that? I guess a tried and true formula of drafting a wide receiver, I mean, drafting a running back before a wide receiver is um, even is even more solid of um, strategy now. I guess um, most of the time, I guess the advice is you want to draft running backs first and then wide receiver second. So you might even be able to draft like three running backs in a row or something, and you still <laughs> might be able to have enough um talent on your roster so i guess we'll have to see yeah or you could even go running back running back and then like travis kelsey or mark andrews and then come back and get a wide receiver i mean like there's going to be so many cool strategies we're definitely going to do some mock drafting over the off season as well that's definitely going to be really cool and yeah this is going to be the end of this fanatics football episode Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. We've been posting picks for all the games in NBA and NHL. Definitely go check those out. Um, for this episode, we're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So make sure you like, subscribe, share. Hit the bell for notifications on YouTube. Leave comments, reviews, all that good stuff. 
And yeah, man, uh, this off season, it's been crazy so far. A lot of players moving around, definitely interesting stuff. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.